round two. Um, to start, let's look at how Waihai and kind of Waima, we all go to Waima, so. Um, this school is doing with inclusivity around the queer slash LGBTQ community. From the form that I sent out, over 58% of people think that we need a little bit more effort with inclusivity. And so for starters, what are some labels that Waihai actually covers? I think Waihai does a really good job just like including everyone and not like out like othering people. Mm-hmm. But also, um, I liked how online they um, asked your preferred pronouns like before they even talked to you. Like some teachers would ask me, even if I put them up, they would ask me before, like, what are my pronouns? Yeah. And um, I like that because it felt like, I don't know, it made me feel comfortable with the teacher. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. I think the school does a good job at recognizing like she, her, they, them, he, his, like those are probably the main ones. Yeah. I don't think it's anything that's like they're trying to not include the other ones, but maybe it's more just those are like the most commonly known ones. And I think like there's a clear effort being made. I don't, I, I know teachers aren't always like perfect about that, but yeah. I think it shows that there's like the effort being made. And I agree. It was kind of nice with online how you could like put your pronouns in your your name thing yeah. or whatever uh-huh. like now you can't just walk around being like, like, yeah. like, like have I mean, your pronouns like just have those pins and stuff which i think yeah. cool that sounds like she her i wish they right. would give those to students though right because yeah. then like right my pronouns. right um, <laughs> yeah and like with neo pronouns mm-hmm. i don't think it's talked about enough like yeah uh it's like it's mostly just he him like they, right and, like all that but i don't know i feel like educating like all pronouns and like being okay with not having a label should be like more out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think like specifically labels that are more seen um, in the school is like, well, there's obviously pride flags everywhere, <laughs> which is lovely, but there's like the transgender flag, which is cool. Mm-hmm. So that's like an identity talked about. Mm-hmm. And then in only in Miss Graham's room, there's a non-binary flag. Yeah. And so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, like, I love Miss Grimm's. But I think identities like the unknown labels, like um, many people don't know like by gender or they just don't know that genders beyond like the binary exist and right. or like um non-binary and then female male and that's that's it. That's it. Like that's all. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, there's that. And then the pronouns I agree like they, they try. <laughs> they yeah. try. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing that I like am kind of bothered by is that teachers don't really follow through with respecting pronouns. Okay. Like they don't. Mm-hmm. They don't have a way to remember anybody's pronouns. Uh-huh. They they ask them at the beginning of the year, right. and then they misgender. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. and um, like once it gets to a point where they keep on misgendering you, like I don't know, I would get very very annoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. But I think, like, one problem is students don't correct the teachers. Yeah, yeah, I think that's another thing. I think there's a kind of whole thing of maybe students could pull the thing of, like, oh, well, I didn't want it to be an uncomfortable thing. And that's completely yeah. valid if they yeah. think that. But I also think sometimes people will, like, hide behind that. When I would assume, like, basically every teacher is fine with you correcting them with their pronouns. Like, I don't think uh-huh. there's a teacher at the school that would take offense to you saying, no, this is my pronoun. Like, these are my pronouns yeah. or something. Yeah, I think it's like the student themselves is uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. And another thing is, other students, if they know the correct pronouns, they won't correct the teacher either yeah. for them. Oh yeah. And so, like, I wonder if there's a way for us to 
sort of destigmatize that, I, I guess, mm-hmm. or like try to make it more comfortable. Right. Like, it's okay to correct me. Mm-hmm. I think it's just not like openly talked about. So right. if we just talked about it and made it like standard that you can correct the yeah. pronouns, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that would help. Mm-hmm. And is your identity specifically talked about at our school? Do you mean like gender identity and or oh, any yep, of them? Any of them. Okay. Um, I mean, I consider myself to be like straight cisgender. So yeah. like to that extent, yes. Like I don't feel in any way like I'm not talked about or whatever. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I can't speak for anyone else what they feel. But mm-hmm. I'm, um, I'll like talk about this more. But I'm mm-hmm. unlabeled, and that identity is never talked about. Um, and many people don't even know what it means. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it means like it literally says unlabeled. Like how how much harder can it be to understand that? But um, that's never talked about. So for me, no. Why does not talk about it? But I also just think that like, why doesn't really talk about any of the identities. They're sort of like they have the flags and they respect the pronouns. Right. And that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Agreeing with what you said. Like in the past, um, I don't really like like labels and i'm still exploring my identity so like i don't know myself like for sure um but in the past i went by like pansexual and like i thought i was bisexual at first but i think those are the most like known sexualities but there's like so many that like so many no one talks about and like i don't know for me i learned about new like sexualities and a lot of other stuff just through friends mm-hmm. so just talking about it and destigmatizing it is mm-hmm. so much better than like uh i don't know like just leaving it alone and not being able to talk about yeah. it yeah mm-hmm. because they're always like we support you and then nothing yeah like, they right. don't understand what like, i actually what think like it's it's kind of goes i don't know maybe a bit into off territory but like i think there's like really good education at the school about like race and racism Uh and race history. And that's obviously super important and good. And we need that. But I feel like sometimes I feel like it's lacking a bit in other areas. Like there isn't a lot of curriculum based around like sexism or like feminism, or there isn't a lot based around like LGBTQ, like in, you know, literature, we're doing the whole thing about black joy and power. And while that's great, like there's a lot of other oppression that's happening in the world that I think people could benefit from like having Mm -hmm. curriculum based around in addition to that. Yeah. Um, last time we talked about like teachers individually they yes. talk about yeah like LGBTQ like the community like yeah. um Miss Graham includes LGBTQ scientists in her yeah. scientists bingo I know. and Ms. stuff Purcell's, I don't know if it was like last year but mm-hmm. we had a whole unit like our first unit was all talking about pronouns and everything mm-hmm. and just the whole LGBTQ plus community mm-hmm. but it wasn't really like like I mean, it was put together well, I yeah. think, but, like, we didn't really base off our learning off of it. Right. We were just, like... Yeah. It's also not, like, folded into the curriculum. It's not... Yeah. Included. It's not... Yeah. It's always, like, individual teachers doing this. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I personally think that we should talk about this, so we'll talk right. about it. It's not like a... The school makes you learn about these things. Yeah. And then, like, the yeah. race and stuff is mm-hmm. part of the right. curriculum. And I also think that stuff is kind of like harder to change because like it's easy for teachers to talk about it a little bit but it's not realistic for them to talk about the stuff and not focus on any of the curriculum that they have to be teaching or whatever so mm-hmm. it's more of like a I don't know if like systemic is the right word like a broader change rather than just yeah. localized on like teachers I liked what Miss Graham was doing in, like incorporating like LGBTQ yeah. scientists yeah. into the curriculum of yeah I think that was important to do mm-hmm. and next 
sharing labels. Um, as I mentioned, I'm unlabeled. And if you don't know what that means, it means that I do not assign myself with a label. Um, I have done so much research on labels and identities because I did not find one that I'm comfortable with yeah. ever. So I kept researching. And eventually I was like, I don't want to label it. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just yeah. going to be unlabeled. Like, there's nothing that I want to assign myself to. Mm-hmm. So um, sexuality-wise, I'm unlabeled. Gender identity, I also say, like, I'm queer, unlabeled. Um, I think that I'm still more, like, feminine presenting. This is something mm-hmm. that I did not clarify last time. But um, I don't care what pronouns people use for me. I don't care if they stick with a set of pronouns. Like, I don't care if people interchangeably use she, they, he, mm-hmm. or just use she, her. Um, I still use, like, the women's restroom because I'm comfortable using mm-hmm. the women's restroom, but, like, I'm still, like, queer, gender gender and sexuality-wise. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I think gender has been the thing that's been, like, the most solid in my life. Like, I've never really fluctuated with, like, what my, like, I think, obviously, there's some things in my personality that aren't, like, outwardly feminine, and that kind of is, like, oh, maybe, like, leaning a bit more, like, masculine on the spectrum, but I also don't think it's, it hasn't been enough for me to, like, change pronouns, and with my, um, with my sexuality, was that the other one? Sexuality, yeah, Yeah. that one has been more, like, kind of back and forth, and honestly, I feel like I've landed on just, like, not really label, like, if I like someone, I like someone, and I, like, don't really care, like, but I also don't know if I would qualify myself as, like, pansexual necessarily, like, if I meet someone, and I like them, and, like, uh, you know, attracted, like, I'm attracted to them, then, like, I don't really care, (laughs) it's, like, whatever, so, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, um, with my gender, in the past, I would like to think that I was really masculine um, because I did a lot of sports and just growing up, like, I felt like I really liked, like, being strong, but I mm-hmm. thought I liked guys in that sense. Like, I wanted, but instead, like, I didn't know, like, then that I actually wanted to like, be like them mm-hmm. instead of, like, being attracted to them. Right. And then, like, in the past, like, year or so, I realized that I'm I like embracing my femininity mm-hmm. and I also like other feminine things so I don't know what to, I label myself right now either yeah. so it's just so hard yeah I actually kind of like really like identify with that because I feel like for so long it was always like people see me as like a girl a woman a female oh, person yeah. like very first regardless of like any of my other hobbies and then you just get like sorted from there and and not by and by sorted I mean like if there's like boy versus girl stuff yeah. like this this was you know when we were younger because that's yeah, kind of yeah. evolved now but it's always like people see you as a female person first and so yeah. for so much of my life I felt like I was trying to like pull away from that and be like no I hang with the boys I do sports <laughs> I do masculine things yeah. so people would be like see that there was like something else but then that kind of leads people to think like oh well you must be like trans or you must be whatever or it's it's like regardless of where you went like people were like looking at you in the wrong way and I think that's where it's like maybe another thing that should, should be talked about more is like the spectrum of gender and how like I'm not trans I still use she her pronouns I'm cisgender but that doesn't mean that I'm like the most feminine or the other more feminine girls are like bad in any sense like it just seems yeah. like it's always like you get placed in some category girls whatever you yeah. do no no, no I totally exactly, agree yeah. yeah and especially when you're younger I think like being taught that it's okay to like embrace your masculinity right and femininity mm-hmm. And, like, not identify with any label. Right. Yeah, I think that would be important. Yeah. I grew up with, like, my dad not caring about feminine or masculine things. So mm-hmm. I was sort of always, like, what people would consider a tomboy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I would 
climb trees and catch snakes and run through forests and like swim and do all of like the little boy things and I hated dolls I thought they were extremely creepy (laughs) (laughs) like um but for me I'm glad that I was able to like grow up in an environment where that was completely normal um because I didn't feel like I had to question anything like I was like oh yeah it isn't me whatever (laughs) (laughs) and then now sort of like the what you were saying with the um being associated immediately with being a girl right um it bothers me now yeah (laughs) like I'm like what makes you look at me and think like huh girl and it's like I, I guess I kind of get it but um I always am so tempted to to ask a person if they like immediately use she her pronouns for me i'm like what makes you yeah immediately assume that i'm a female like it, I, I don't know what it is but i notice it so much more now yeah and i'm like why is that the case right <laughs> yeah no especially when i meet new people i try to like s- like stay with they them like before they tell me their pronouns mm-hmm, just because too. like it's so hard to assume someone's gender identity right. just by yeah, looking exactly. at them and yeah i feel like it's so much it's so bad and like to assume, mm-hmm. but I feel like like in lit we're talking about implicit biases, right? Yeah. And I feel like that just plays a part in like why Definitely. we assume, right? Yeah, right. right. That makes sense. Implicit bias is insane. Like it's so weird because you have to. It's like deeply rooted in your thoughts, and it's yeah. so hard to get past them sometimes. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. You know, everyone has them. It's mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> um. And then I feel like what we already said sort of answered this, but like there are quite a few people in the interview form that I sent out that just identified with nothing mm-hmm. or like they said, I'm open, unlabeled, uh, or just like they just didn't say anything. Um, and the question was, does that confuse any of us? Clearly it doesn't. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think some people that concept confuses them because it's like, well, you have to be assigned with like whatever gender, whatever like uh, sexuality and stuff. Like we have to put you in a box. I'm like, no, leave me yeah. in a box. Like don't don't assign me to anything, please. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, it exists. Like people who don't um, identify with anything, they exist. And next question: What do you think about the phrase preferred pronouns? Um, why I always used the term preferred pronouns in the past, and um, it didn't bother me at the time because I was like, oh yeah, whatever, like pronouns. But I also didn't know anything about pronouns. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, that's why it didn't bother me. Yeah. Um, but I realized recently, like, it's not a preference. It's it's part of your identity. Yeah. So for me personally, I don't like that phrase, uh, preferred pronouns, because it sort of suggests that that is a preference and you can use any pronouns you want. So it's sort of in a way suggests that you are allowed to misgender this person or like if you don't know their pronouns and stuff because it is it is a preference rather mm-hmm. than it is their pronouns yeah. yeah i think if we just take out preferred mm-hmm. and just say what are your pronouns you yeah. know i feel like that would be better i guess but i feel like preferred also like i know some of my friends they go with any pronouns mm-hmm. um so i guess they would be more comfortable i, I can't speak for them but they would be more comfortable if it was preferred because then they can say what pronouns they are. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. based off that day or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think or it like, depends on context and uh-huh. identity, but. Yeah. I didn't even really know that was like 
any kind of like controversy to it I guess so it's actually like really interesting but when you say that it's like you know kind of implies that it's like a preference not like who you are it's like a good point so I can see how that could be like but I also agree it probably depends like who the person is and who whatever and I think saying pronouns is probably like the best way to do it so there's no judgment involved but I also think when you're introducing yourself with your pronouns maybe like if you feel like you need to kind of building on how you're saying like like I'm unlabeled you can call me whatever like blah 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 and this is why like I think giving more explanation about like who you are kind of like what how that like relates to it or like what you're okay and what you're not okay with might be helpful because I think setting the kind of like boundary for yourself like that just leads because if you know someone makes a mistake or misgenders you they feel bad you feel bad like it just Mm -hmm. is like everyone ends up feeling or like bad about it in the end so I think like maybe putting more of an effort into like setting the like clear boundaries about what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with yeah. really good, like along with saying your pronouns mm-hmm. i think now most teachers say like what are your pronouns they don't usually use the preferred which mm-hmm. i think like why men why i realized like oh maybe this isn't like the best phrase yeah. to yeah, use yeah. and so now they just use pronouns but i do agree like some people um i know say like oh you can use any pronouns for me except these mm-hmm. so in yeah. their case they could say preferred pronouns i mean like honestly whatever's comfortable with you yeah. but um, I don't like the phrase uh, because, you know, it implies that, like, mm-hmm. you could use a different one when right. it's actually only that one that you would want to use. Right. But I think it's also, like, the person should clarify that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then, which flag do you guys prefer? So there's the original pride flag, <laughs> which is just rainbow. And then there's the progressive pride flag. The progressive pride flag. Um, which I didn't even know how to name. Like, I thought it was just the second pride flag. Yeah. But um, that includes uh, BIPOC and trans. So it's like the one with the triangle okay. and the yeah. rainbow. Yeah. So okay. which do you prefer? Um, for me, I would go with the old one, not going to lie. I just think it's more advocated for. And I feel like if you bring in a new flag, I mean, that's cool and all. If you're comfortable with that, I'm totally okay with that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I would just, like... I would use, <laughs> sorry, I would use the old pride flag. Yeah. I kind of agree with what you're saying. Like, I would say, like, the new one is good and stuff for, like, um, inclusivity and just bringing oh. more people into it. But I also think sometimes things can get a bit, like, muddled if there's, like, more flags and more symbols and more colors being brought in. Like, I think it can lose its meaning and kind of have the opposite effect at some point. Um, so, I mean, I guess I don't have, like, a strong, you know, thought or preference either way. Yeah. But I think you kind of do run the danger of having it lose its meaning and be not effective if you yeah. bring in all these stuff. I actually think the opposite of you. Okay. And I think that the original pride flag is more inclusive in the sense that the progressive pride flag <laughs> pride flag, um it sort of emphasizes like trans um the trans flag and like trans lives. Mm-hmm. And sorry guys. Um, <laughs> and BIPOC, which is cool, but I feel like it's too sent Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, it's too centered around those two communities, which is which is great. Um, but I think that the original pride flag only having the rainbow sort of includes everybody. Like, yeah, the, okay. it doesn't matter what label you um, assign yourself with. It's just like queer. That's what it is, and it includes like because queer is an umbrella term. It includes every identity under it. Yeah. Um, so, like, personally, I think the original pride flag is um more inclusive and mm-hmm. so i prefer that one but i'm totally cool with the progressive pride flag yeah 
Okay. And then uh, last question. Can religion be an excuse for homophobia or transphobia? In other words, is it okay to be homophobic, transformative because you are religiously devoted? Um, okay, this is like a controversial topic just because our like older generations, they weren't used to like talking right. about this and being open about it. And I am not out to my parents. Yeah, no, they're not. I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not religious, but their cultural values are very, very different from yeah. what is like from America. So, like, just even talking about the LGBTQ plus community is like scary for me because mm-hmm. I don't know what they're gonna say. And right. like, I don't want to offend anyone. Like, I've talked about it with my friends, which I'm super comfortable. About. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when it just comes to family, I just I can't. Like, right. I don't know if like that will make me feel uncomfortable. Just I don't want to be in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. No. Right. Right. But I think it is not an excuse to be homophobic. Like. Especially if it's towards someone. Yeah. That, like, it's, like, okay, if you're at home and you're talking about a topic and your family has other values from you, mm-hmm. it's still not okay, but you can't really fight back in the sense, yeah. like, it is your family, so. Right. Um, but I think it is not okay to be homophobic yeah. in any sense. Right. Yeah. Right. I would agree, like, I definitely don't think it's okay to be um, homophobic or transphobic or anything like that, it, like, regardless of whatever religion you follow. I do know, like, I come from a bit of, like, a, I guess you could say, like, privileged angle on this, because, like, my family is not very religious, even those who are, are, like, accepting of LGBTQ people, so I don't really have to deal with, like, the duality of, like, having to walk that line or whatever, but I also just think to a certain point, it's, like, believe whatever you want, practice whatever you want, but it draws the line when you start like diminishing people disrespecting their like humanity and right to just like be themselves like that is just like past religion at that point and like it Mm -hmm. just i mean yeah (laughs) yeah Um, last time we discussed that we it's not really like the religion uh whatever it is Mm -hmm. that's like homophobic or transphobic um it's the way that you interpret the text and your personal beliefs um, and you use the religion as an excuse to be homophobic and transphobic. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, like, don't be homophobic or transphobic. It's, right. It can't be an excuse because it isn't the religion yeah. uh, that is homophobic or transphobic. Yeah. Like, it, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also just think, like, it kind of is, like, the times that these, like, like a lot of these religions that were, that are widely practiced, like, the scriptures were written, like, so 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 long like when our when our civilization was like completely different than it is now i mean there was a time when homosexuality was like considered to be like a mental disorder like you were literally like had something wrong with you so like times have changed just to the point of like religion can still be like a guiding thing for people and that's fine but it's like it's just times have changed enough that it's like it's not it's just not an excuse and it's like if you're gonna use a chunk of like the religion be fully religious like right um i feel like it, you're only devoted to the homophobic aspect of a religion right. and like if you're going to use for example christianity as a excuse to be homophobic or transphobic yeah um also like it, it's all in, in the old testament and i don't mm-hmm. know much about the old testament but yeah. <laughs> i believe at some point it says that you must kick a woman out of the town if they are on their period so yeah. if you are going to be transphobic or homophobic then also uh, kick your family if out of town if they're on the period. Like, yeah. be fully devoted if you're going to only, like, 
like it, it proves that they're using it as an excuse. It's right. not the actual religion. Like, right. If you're gonna be devoted, be fully devoted. Yeah, it just seems like an, like an easy excuse, like a cheap out way for people to just like yeah. not expand themselves in any way and just oh, remain yeah. like. Yeah. So, in conclusion, no. Um, don't be <laughs> don't be homophobic or transphobic. Yeah. It's not an excuse. Yeah. yeah. Like That's I don't think religion, like in the aspect of belief, like that can't you can't make that an excuse to be like a bad person. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, just disrespecting anyone, like, why would that be an excuse? Right. Yeah. I just, yeah. yeah I In general, like, it's not even just religion. Just don't be. Why hate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, why hate when you can love? Just respect <laughs> everyone. Right, honestly. exactly. And I, the respect everyone is so true. Like, even if you don't understand somebody's identity, like, if somebody's identity confuses you, um, just, like, don't be mean about it. Yeah. Um, and don't be rude to them or bully them because you don't understand their identity. Like, mm-hmm. it is something that they are comfortable assigning themselves with, um, if it's like sexuality or gender. And so, like, accept them. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's nothing better you can do than just be like welcoming them. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's like just respect everyone. It's, yeah. it's the simplest thing you can do. Yeah. Are we done? I think yeah. so. <laughs>